0: Hey guys, welcome back to Real Talk About Feminism podcast.
1: I'm Mackenzie.
0: I'm Haley. We haven't introduced ourselves in a while.
1: I feel like we just did. I no, can't
0: keep track of no. what we do. We haven't said our like our names at the beginning in a while. So I'm Haley.
1: I'm Mackenzie.
0: I'm 20 years old and I have a pet cat. Just kidding. I'm not I was like
1: we're doing that. this, okay? No. Anyway, we're back with a brand new episode and we're excited. We I just lost my train of thought, I'm so sorry.
0: We are that's what you're there for to pick it up where I leave <laughs> off. <laughs> we're getting into another um, sort of heavy topic. Well, it's a heavy topic um, again, but it's really important. Current events. We're going to be talking about women's safety and some current events that are like really bringing the issue to light. So, trigger warning: there is going to be some violence against women discussed. Um, but before we get into that, we're going to go over our obsessions. We're going to get into the feminist highlight. We're just going to keep it light at the beginning before we get into the heavy stuff. Yeah. I
1: am kind of distracted right now because my leg is giving me the ick in the camera. My own personal ick, it's just like a pale stump. (laughs)
0: All right. (laughs) That's what it looks
1: like. And my, my, uh, my sweater thing is very much giving priest vibes it's very much giving and gifts. even when i fold it down i look like it's i'm giving, wearing some religious garb <laughs> yeah it's
0: giving uh when you fold it down it's giving uh, off-duty priest okay thanks so, anyway i'm comfy
1: <laughs> okay so my obsession this week is scanning receipts on this app called fetch if there's any other ones please that let me so know
0: fetch.
1: that is so fetch um literally like i've been like hoarding receipts like a mad woman because you get points and mm-hmm. I've not scanned that many receipts and I already have so many points and then you can turn them in for stuff. So I'm like, why not? Yeah. Why not?
0: I love that for you. Yeah. You asked to scan my receipt the other yep. day. Yep. Yep. And I, I will I scan my receipts. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I like that. I used to do that actually. Like I used to have an app and I scan them all. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I never redeemed. Them. i know i know
1: you just like kind of forget about it like it's probably just a phase that i'm going through again because i've done that too but (laughs) stop laughing at me
0: (laughs) i have no idea what i was laughing at no i think i do all
1: right
0: what's your obsession um i really want to expose you right now don't you already know i already know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay my obsession of the week is eucalyptus in the shower
1: from trader joe's from trader
0: joe's you just get a little bundle of eucalyptus put it over your shower head and it's great it really enhances the shower it enhances the whole look and vibe of the bathroom and it also makes your shower smell good
1: it does nice. it, it's actually really refreshing yeah. to have it in there and it feels better
0: it's also not it's a different over, vibe it's not overpowering either
1: no, it's very faint, because when the warm faint. water and the steam gets to it, that's when it yeah. starts to smell good. Yeah.
0: hmm Yeah. So that is my obsession. Cool.
1: Good for you. Thank you. Yeah, we went to Trader Joe's randomly last week. We didn't need to go at all. We literally went for this one type the of candy.
0: Sperm.
1: <laughs> They're called Scandinavian swimmers, and we just call them Scandinavian sperm. But we literally <laughs> went for one thing. I walked out with, like, five other things that I didn't need at all. I got one thing. I, I got what I needed. I know you're good about that. I was like, no basket because we're getting one thing each, and mm-hmm. then I walk out with like out with a bag of thing. stuff.
0: Um, yeah, but there's a Trader Joe's like kind of. It's like a five minute drive from the apartment. Mm-hmm. So of course we had to hit it up and get our Scandinavian swimmers. I know,
1: but that's what I need to break out of because like I was just bored. Yeah. I was like, do you want to just go to Trader Joe's? We, were,
0: we had a movie night that night. That's I know. We're like we're gonna because we ended up getting some ice cream, some popcorn. Didn't, we didn't eat. We didn't eat that. I don't even know where it is. I Mm. <laughs> okay. uh, but yeah it was like fun it was for a reason yeah so still so yeah. still. that was um those are our obsessions let's get into the
1: feminist highlights today's highlight is amanda Wen. and a full disclaimer her bio on her website was too good to try and paraphrase so i'm just gonna straight up read it all right Amanda Wen is the founder of Rise, a 2019 Nobel Peace Prize nominee, a 2022 Time Woman of the Year. Amanda's 2021 viral video ignited a wave of collective action in the anti-Asian hate movement. She drafted and unanimously passed the Sexual Assault Survivors Bill of Rights through the United States Congress. Mm. Over 50 laws have been passed inspired by this law. Most recently, she passed the first of its kind United Nations resolution protecting more than 1.3 billion survivors of, of sexual violence around the world. Amanda's directorial debut, Everything I Ever Wanted to Tell My Daughter About Men, Won best feature at the twenty twenty two Canis Independent Film Festival. How do you spell it? C a n n e s. Con. Twenty twenty
0: two con. Think it's con. I don't it's know. French. Like, whatever. Uncle Mark, if you're listening, please you tell us. <laughs> please
1: C-A-N-N-E-S, Independent Film Festival. She is the lead of Emmy-nominated mini-documentary, Rise Above, by Money Magazine. She was listed on Forbes 30 Under 30 twice, served at NASA and the White House. This she knows everything? I know. Just wait. Girl. Girl. <laughs> she is also an astronaut scientist candidate at the Astronautical Science Institute. Amanda graduated from Harvard University. And then specifically about Rise, her nonprofit, it advocates and fights for victims of sexual assault and violence around the world. And I kind of checked out the website and it's a really, really great message and mission that she has going. And I'm going to link that website in the show notes. So if you're interested, go check it out. But Amanda, like she obviously is very passionate about so many things and is really, really doing some good in the world. Yeah.
0: Dang, she has, like, every box that you can check. Literally. NASA, the White House, everything. Good for her. Yeah. Amazing.
1: Yep. So, to get into today's bulk of the episode, the reason we're talking about this is because a couple weeks ago, um, Eliza Fletcher was found murdered, and... You guys probably saw some social media posts about it, some news, some coverage about it. But Eliza Fletcher was a 34-year-old woman who was a kindergarten teacher and a mother of two. She went on her routine 4 a.m. morning run and then was forced into the passenger seat of a van and abducted. Her body was found a few days later. This was very awful for me to watch play out because... Again, like this has happened time and time where women are just doing normal things. Mm-hmm. And she's not the only one that this has happened to. No. We should be able to go on a run or run errands or do normal things without living in fear and being taken advantage of. Uh, without living in fear of being taken advantage of. Yeah. In like a very mundane moment, right? Some other women I want to just mention that were taken advantage of and murdered slash and or assaulted while they were running. All of these women, this happened to just while they were running. Molly Tibbetts, Karina Vetrano, Vanessa Marcotte, Sydney Sutherland, Allie Brueger, Melissa Milan, Lauren Bump, and Faber.
0: That's a lot of women. Yeah. And they're literally just running. Like, they're just trying to take care of their bodies. Literally. Their minds. Like, just running. Literally.
1: I've seen so many TikTok videos of girls who are like, get ready with me to go on a run at 8 p.m. at night when it's already dark.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they, like, have hoodies on. They have, like – I saw this one girl that literally had, like, a, a thing around her waist. But she had, like, a gun and pepper spray and – taser and like all of these self-defense weapons and then up her sleeve she was literally holding like one of those claw keychain things Mm -hmm. and then she had like a ring that she could press if something happened like she had all sorts of stuff it's like we have to take all these measures to like freaking do something that you're right is just taking care of our bodies
0: Mm -hmm. I mean when you said like all these videos of girls like get ready for me I'm going on around at 8 p.m. like me I would never think about doing that I would be so scared. I
1: would never do that. Right. Like, I would. That's why I go to the gym.
0: And that sucks. But I would never think about doing that. You know, like. Right. It's sad. Right.
1: And the whole reason, because, like, the Eliza Fletcher story, like, it's just awful. And the whole time I was just like, she's, for one, she's not the only woman. And two, like, it's such a scary world. And I feel like we're always being told as women, like, safety tips, like, here's what you should do and not do. But, like, I wanted to just bring it up and talk about it on the podcast because I feel like it's very, very important. And we've had a couple of things happen to us since living downtown that have, like, kind of, like, jolted us and been like, oh, my gosh, like, we're not living in suburbia anymore. We're, like, around different kinds of people and living in a whole different city. Mm -hmm. So the first one that happened was we were walking back from seeing Abel. This was literally you guys the weekend. Sorry, this was literally the day after we moved into our apartment. Literally yeah, the, day the, the day after. Yeah. yeah, so we were we were walking back from Union Station because we cut the light rail and
0: took and it like there. Yeah, twenty minute walk to
1: our apartment. Yeah, twenty minute walk back. We tried to get on a scooter, and the scooter was dead. Whatever. Okay. Long story. It took forever to get back, but we were a couple blocks away from our apartment, and we literally saw these two guys get out of a car. At a red light and jump this guy and beat up this guy that was walking on the sidewalk. And we were like, oh my gosh, like it was terrifying.
0: Yeah, it was honestly haunting.
1: It was really scary because like we were like, we were like kind of in shock about it. And the next morning, Haley was like, I still feel really bad. Like we should have at least like called the police.
0: And no, I was like, didn't do yeah, we didn't do anything. But the thing is, like, it was literally, like, midnight. Literally. There was nobody else around. And, like. It, it was right across the street. And that TikTok trend where it's, like, when someone's asking for help, but everything is a sex trafficking. That's not anyways, a joke. It's, like, it's not a joke. And so, I, like, we were scared. Like, we're obviously not going to go over there. We have no form of protection at all. Mm-mm. We're coming from a concert where mm-hmm. they search your bags. We have no form of protection. And we were both scared, so we just kept walking. And I, I do feel really guilty, like. We should have called the police. We should have. But also, he wasn't, like, whacked out. Like, he could have called the police. Yeah, he normal. was conscious. He was
1: moving. But, like, obviously, he, he was, like, on the gone. ground. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that was a little scary. And then um, a few weeks ago, I was driving late at night uh, to go pick up my boyfriend. And <laughs> um, I was driving. And we weren't that far from our, my, from our apartment or I wasn't that far from our apartment and it's, we don't live in a bad area of downtown. Mm -hmm. Like we live in a nice area. Um, and all of a sudden, like I heard eight gunshots, like one after another. And it was so distinct. Like it was like no hesitation. Mm -hmm. And I literally freaked out. Like my, I'm not being dramatic. My life literally flashed before my eyes Mm -hmm. because I was like, I heard it behind me and I could see cars behind me. And so I'm thinking, is this the car right behind me? Are they shooting up into the sky? Because, like, people have been doing that a lot, like, recently. They'll, like, just, like, shoot the gun just to scare people mm-hmm. and drive away. So I'm, like, are they in the car behind me? Are they shooting in front of them towards me? Are they shooting out their window to the side? Are they shooting up? Like, where are they shooting? But it was eight shots. And I was literally terrified. I had no idea what to do. I called my boyfriend. I was, like, freaking out. And he was like, just come, like, just drive, like, as, as fast as you can. But, like, what do you do in that situation? I don't even know. Like, I just kept driving. Right. What are you going to do? Time, the entire time. There was a car that was behind me that time when I heard the shots. And then it was behind me for the entire time I was going back like, to his <gasps> house. That's and I was so scared. Terrifying. Like, I was like, Is this the person that was shooting the gun? Are they going to, like, Come pull me out of, like it was scary. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like it wasn't a dramatic fear of mine. Like I wasn't just being dramatic about it. Like it was a No, reality. it's
1: warranted. Yeah. It was
0: so scary. Like and so like I've been really scared to drive at night recently, especially downtown. Because so I'm just like, anything could happen. It's so scary. Mm-hmm.
1: That was terrifying.
0: Yeah. So like those two events, especially, like really like have made us think like, there's a lot of dangerous things in the world, especially being a woman, like It's scary,
1: so... It is, yeah. We both ended up getting a couple self-defense weapons, and... Well, we got tasers Well, yeah, but, like... You're making it sound like we're, like, packing. No, 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 no. Those are weapons, though. Like, a taser? Yeah,
0: it's a pretty powerful taser, actually.
1: Yeah. I need to do mine.
0: Yeah, I've tested mine out. It was loud. Yeah, it scared the crap out of me. the sound of it would scare someone. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, we did end up doing that. I carry mine with me everywhere. Mm-hmm. I do, um, too. And if I'm, like, walking in the parking garage, like, back to the apartment late at night, um, I just hold it in my hand. Because then all I have to do is, like, push a button if someone comes up near me. Exactly. So, yeah, we. with that being said, we really wanted to share some safety tips. Mm-hmm. Um, because we all need to
1: stay safe. Right. And it's just good reminders. Yeah. Um, so... If you just search like on TikTok or Google even, but like TikTok especially, there's so many like new ones I hadn't heard of, but literally just search safety tips for women and there's going to be thousands of videos that come up with all sorts of tips. So first, always have your keys in your hand when you're walking to your car instead of burying your head in your bag. So like now when I go grocery shopping alone, like even when we're together, but like alone, I literally will stop before I leave king supers and i have my keys in my hand mm-hmm. if i'm walking in the parking garage i have my keys in my hand like i always have them mm-hmm. and also like you can do like the key trick where you put it like in between your fingers right if you're like scared mm-hmm. you know you can like put it in between your fingers and if somebody comes you just like jab them with your key like if you have nothing i've never heard of that you just stick it in between your fingers yeah I, I yeah. I just never heard of that. yeah so you know if you literally have nothing and you're kind of having a gut feeling something's not right you can always do that
0: yeah that's a good one
1: but it just made me think I was like because now we use our totes a lot mm-hmm. and it's like instead of like digging in your tote bag
0: yeah, for your keys get them out before them out. you're in your car yeah like if you're if you just got groceries like pause right before you get out of the store grab your keys and exactly out. yep because literally if you take your eyes off of like your surroundings for one second anything could happen
1: Exactly. Something dad always said and says to this day is keep your head on a swivel. Mm-hmm. That runs through my mind every time I'm like alone walking yeah. somewhere. Keep your head on a swivel. Yeah. Just like look be aware around you. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um another really good tip is to always look directly at cameras when you walk into a store or if you see one in general.
1: Yeah, I That's scary. It's scary, but like if something happens, you want to be able to kind of leave a footprint for yourself, right? Mm. I learned that tip when I was going through my true crime podcast phase
0: and yeah, I never had one of those phases because I'm too paranoid. So. Oh, I haven't
1: listened in so long because I am kind of paranoid and it's just like negative energy that I don't want anymore. Yeah. That's a tangent. But like, I honestly, like when I like walk into Target, I look at the security camera when I walk into our apartment elevator, I look at the security camera mm-hmm. just so like people have a visual of your face. If something were to happen to you,
0: Yeah, That's terrifying, but right. I mean, it's smart. Mm-hmm.
1: One that I really stick by too is like, trust your gut. Mm -hmm. And something that I've learned, like as I've gotten older, we were literally just talking about this. Like, you do not have to be nice to everybody. You do not have to smile at everybody you pass by. You do not have to be polite to everybody. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between like being rude and just like not acknowledging people. Like a, a few weeks ago, you were out of town. You were at landslide, but like I was walking on 16th street mall. I went to Sephora, I went to target, but, and like I had sunglasses on and like anybody that passed me, like I didn't even give them the time of day. I'm like, I don't want to acknowledge you because I don't know you. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't have to smile at you. I don't have to wave. I don't have to be nice. You don't have, you don't owe people anything. Yeah. That's basically what I'm trying to say. Like people will try and take advantage of you Mm -hmm. if they see like you're vulnerable or they're sensing that from you. Yeah. So you don't have to be polite to everybody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, that that makes me think when, when uh, we were at Landslide, um, I think it was just the general vibe of, like, a music festival. But, like, the guys there were just, like, so, like, oh, let me give you a hug. Like, literally all, like, where's my hug, guys? Ew. And at the end of the night, we were going back to our campsite, and these two guys, like, stopped us. And they were older. Like, they were probably in their 30s. And um, they, like, one of the – like, they were, like, giving hugs – and one of them came up to me, and I was like, "No, thank you." And I just like put my hand up and was like, "No," and that's not rude. Like you don't no. have, like it's not rude to not hug someone, a random stranger guy. Like no, It's no. not rude to, of you to set a boundary and say no thanks. Like or even like like with anything, but like just that was like an example I'm thinking of because like in that moment, like they were probably just trying to be nice, and like they, I mean, they were probably drunk. You, you don't, like, yeah, whatever. you don't know, but it's like. No, if I don't want to hug you, I don't have to hug you. Right, exactly. You don't owe them anything. Yeah, I don't have to smile at you. I don't have to, like, entertain a conversation with you if you come up uh, and uh. tell me that I look pretty or you offer me something and you, you seem like you're being nice. I'm not going to entertain a conversation with you because you're a complete stranger. I don't know you and I don't owe you anything.
1: Right, I like the conversation thing because, like, sometimes you just get stuck with, like, guys that are giving you weird vibes and you're like, bye. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, um, there was, like, this creepy guy at Landslide, actually, and um, he kept coming up to Sydney. He literally had an angle monitor on, and he was just, like, very creepy, and then the, the like, he had come up to us both once, and then he came up to her separately, like, when I was, like, on the phone, mm-hmm. so I didn't see it, and then the third time, she had told me he really creeped her out. And so he like literally came over and was like, "Do you still not want to talk to me?" And I literally <gasps> looked at him and I said, "Leave us alone!" And I like waved him off. I was like, "Do not come near us, or else we're getting security." Like I was like, "Bye!" Like literally, literally like, bye. Away, like no. And because you don't owe people anything, it's not rude. No, it's not. It's not rude to have an RBF when you're walking on the street and have no. your sunglasses on. Like it's not rude. It really is like about safety.
1: Okay. Yeah. Literally, this is reminding me of our conversation about this. <coughs> when we were talking about this um I just lost my train of thought oh yeah like I was like I just don't want to look approachable Mm -hmm. honestly when I'm like alone and I'm like on a mission to go get something I don't want to look
0: approachable yeah I really don't nothing wrong with that honestly nope yeah I think that was actually a good one like you don't owe people anything you really don't a stranger comes up to you and he's like seeming like he's being really nice or she you know what a woman too like
1: there's a lot of sex trafficking ploys with that involve women
0: yeah yeah so like you you just don't open it's not same. just men yeah yeah um another one is to not sit in your car after running errands I think that's one that's like really talked about a lot yeah but don't just sit in your car after doing anything just like grab your stuff like I try and grab my stuff when I park try and grab it as soon as I can and get out yeah
1: I know we want our music going I know we want our map up just go
0: or, like, if you are running errands or, like, before you get out to the car, pull up your map, pull up your music. Exactly.
1: Pull okay. up your music. Yep. Your Bluetooth will connect automatically. Okay. <laughs> so exactly. buddy system mm-hmm. is something I feel like a lot of people have forgotten. I'm, like, I was walking alone on 16th Street. Literally. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, buddy system is always Buddy like system always. Yeah. Um, no, but for real. Like, I feel like during the day, eh, different mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah. Still, word to the wise. But, like. At night when you're out doing stuff, mm-hmm. bring a buddy.
0: Yeah, like at Landslide, the music festival, me and Sydney, like we stay together. Oh yeah,
1: you stay together always. Yeah. You always stay together. You go together, you leave together. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, another one is to not walk with a map in your hand when you're traveling. I do this. It's bad. Like you're my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That's why like all like in New York in New York. Yeah. <laughs> in New York City when we were traveling mm-hmm. we were with the family so it was a little different but like when i went in december we'd pull up the map and like, kind of pull over on the side like pull up the map we would like look at the directions like five steps ahead and we would just walk i can't do that <laughs> i'm like trying okay awkward because i went with my ex-husband but like he was really good at that <laughs> so like that was helpful but like i just think it's a good rule of thumb like when you're traveling doesn't matter where you don't want to like look vulnerable that's the whole point of it like you don't just want to look like oh like they're new here they don't know where anything is you know mm-hmm. that's the rule of thumb you don't want to look vulnerable yeah, i
0: think like if you do have to have a map in your hand though just try and look at it like as a little as possible exactly i like, think don't so too. Hold it up in front of you. right like, like put that's... your
1: phone down to the side yeah. or put it in your bag for a minute mm-hmm. yeah Get some self-defense tools and know how to use them. Mm-hmm. That's the important thing.
0: Yeah, that's a big thing because, like, if you have a taser but you've never set it off before.
1: Stop looking at me.
0: But, like, you you need to know. I need to do it. If yeah. I hadn't done my taser and, like, known how loud it is, like, I it would scare me. Mm-hmm. It would startle me. It's mm-hmm. loud. So, like, make sure you practice um, and know what you're doing because if you, like, especially, like, um, if you have, like, a little, like, knife or something, mm-hmm. and you don't know how to use it, then they're going to turn it against you and use it on you.
1: Exactly. So. Exactly. You got to protect yourself.
0: Yeah.
1: Right, because things could go south really quick.
0: Yeah, if you don't really, really, really quick. Um, another one is to not wear your hair in a high ponytail when walking or running.
1: I think a ponytail in general, for sure. Also, as I'm, like, thinking about it. But, like, basically, so like. where
0: are you supposed to put your hair?
1: Look at what I'm wearing right now. But, like, it just like if you're like running alone, like we were just talking about Eliza Fletcher and all the other women who were running, mm-hmm. your ponytail is so easy to grab. Yeah, I just yank it. So easy to grab. Mm-hmm. So, like, a bun, tuck it up in a hat, wear a claw clip, wear it down. That's not as easy to,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, grab all in one.
0: Yeah, that's a good
1: one. I think it's also smart to share your location with a few people that you trust family members, close friends. People that you would call if something happened and you needed help.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I mean, we have our location shared with the yeah, we Yeah, we
1: have and always have.
0: Um, another one is to not get in your car through the driver's side if there's a van or a car with super tinted windows parked close enough next to you. So if there is someone that's really close to you, and even if there's just like a sketchy looking car parked yeah. really close to you. Just get in through the other side. I don't care if you have to literally crawl in through the back passenger side or
1: your trunk, or your like, trunk,
0: like just. Or if you feel uncomfortable, like if you're like at a grocery store, or um, like for example, like at our apartment, and mm-hmm. we were, if I was in the parking garage, and I noticed like this is really sketchy right next to me, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna go back in and get security and have them walk me out exactly. Or you can do that at grocery stores too. Like just you can get an escort. Mm-hmm yep check the back seat of your
1: car before getting in and like scan under your car too and we keep like talking about the parking garage but like it just like is kind of a different vibe like we have to park in a parking garage now Mm -hmm. it's very crowded there's a lot of cars and a lot of different people i always check the back seats now and it's not like i'm like peering in like taking all this time because i also like don't want my back like totally turned like you just kind of glance. Make sure there's nobody back there or anything weird Mm -hmm. and then get in and lock your door.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Another one is to, if you see anything on your windshield or door handles, just get in your car and drive. So like, even if it's like an advertisement, like someone puts something in your windshield and it's not like a scheme or like a ploy to get you, just keep driving. That paper in your windshield, it's going to stay there. It's not going to blow off. Mm -hmm. And then once you get to a better place, you can look at it. Mm Mm-hmm something in your door handle just keep walking
1: keep walking go back inside get somebody to go with you Mm
0: -hmm. yeah call the police yeah because they want you to pull that out and like inspect it and then they'll grab you exactly Mm -hmm. have code words with close friends and family
1: so like I was thinking about this because if you're in a situation if you're like if we were together And we were, like, at a party or at a club or something, and we both felt uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. If one of us said something, Mm -hmm. then it's like, yeah, we need to leave.
0: Do you know mine? No. No. I have one with the rest of the family. (laughs) How did I get get
1: excluded from that?
0: that? Um, Well, it was when I moved back here, and I was going on a lot of dates.
1: That's really smart.
0: And, um, obviously, you know, like, things had gone south Uh before, and so I was like, I need to have a code word. So... um, yeah, I have a code word that is like like if I were to bring it up in a conversation, it's like obvious enough where it could sound casual to the person listening, mm-hmm. but to anyone in the family it would be like I'm calling 911. Exactly. Literally. Yeah, like
1: I feel like there's like certain levels. Like I need you to come pick me up. I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Call 911. Yeah, like different levels, you know. Yeah. I just think it's cool to have that because then it's like it doesn't have to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. But it's a high stress situation that you need to get out of. Yeah.
0: Do you know like the actual family code word? I think I do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was just. I need you to remind if, me yeah, after. I'll remind you of them. But um, yeah. I mean, that's something that we've always done. So. Yeah. Um, and if you have kids, like I know that mom and dad told us, like, if you if someone ever comes and is like, "Oh, your mom sent me to pick you up from school," mm-hmm. then we had a, we have a code word, mm-hmm. and we would have to like. This never happened. But like if we would have had to ask, like, what's the code word? If they didn't know, then they were like literally run. Like literally. Yeah. Like We always had a code word. Yeah. Yeah. Those are just some safety tips. We wanted to share them because in light of current events and always, like it's always important to know how to protect yourself. And even just these little tips, like, like Ken said, like you can Google, you can go on TikTok, like you can always find more. And they have like, I know they'll have like self-defense classes Mm -hmm. and like rec centers and stuff like that. So try and find something around you and just learn how to protect yourself. Definitely. Please follow us on Instagram
1: at Real Talk About Feminism Pod. Same handle for TikTok. Subscribe to our weekly email newsletter that comes out every Sunday. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And all the links are in the show notes for you. And with that being said, we will talk to you guys next week with a brand new episode. Bye, everyone.